My name is Michael, and you're listening to the GR Flooring Podcast. Hardwood flooring. You know, buying a hardwood floor is really an investment into your home. It's a floor that, if taken care of properly, can actually last a lifetime. So here's just a simple run through of what we think everyone should know before they buy, you know, before they even decide on hardwood. So first of all, all hardwood can realistically be simplified into three different categories or technologies, solid, engineered, and floating engineered. All three are great and each have their own use. So here's a great place to start, water and wood. What you have to realize is that wood is still considered a living floor, even though the tree has actually been cut down. This is because it has a cellular structure, so the cells in the hardwood will actually expand and contract depending on humidity or moisture. And of course, here in southern Saskatchewan, we have quite the climate. Our cold, cold, <laughs> dry winters will actually cause the hardwood boards to shrink, and our beautiful, warm, humid summers will cause the boards to expand. So this range in humidity means that we do have to be careful when choosing a hardwood floor. We really suggest having a humidifier on your furnace and to keep it set at about 35% during the winter. This will minimize the amount of movement in the floor that we get. You know, all hardwood manufacturers recommend that we keep it set between 40 to 60 year round. But unfortunately, with our winters, with the cold that's outside, that would actually cause your windows to basically rain with the amount of moisture that would be condensing on there. So keeping it at a minimum of 35 will minimize the movement of the boards without causing water damage to your home. So that's the basics of water and wood. So going back to the categories, the solid engineered and uh, floating engineered. So solid hardwood. It's just that, solid wood. All of our solid hardwood has a thickness of three quarters of an inch. This is the original, the OG of hardwood. It's been around for centuries and will probably remain so. The upside is that a good solid hardwood floor can be refinished the most. As per the National Wood Flooring Association, they say that a good solid hardwood can be refinished approximately five to seven times, depending on the ability of the refinisher. The downside is that this is the least stable of the categories. So it's more susceptible to that moisture, the moisture difference between the summer and winter that we we're discussing. So solid wood will shrink in the winter. Yes, you will see gaps. Not might, you will see gaps. And it expands back in the summer. Because of this movement, the widest board that we'll go with here in our climate is three and a quarter inches wide. Any wider than that, and you actually run a risk of the boards moving so much that they actually tear or fracture the cells in the wood and they'll never return to their original shape. Next is hardwood, sorry, next is engineered hardwood. So this is the term used when you actually have a layer of solid wood on top of a plywood or HDF or some other dimensionally stable core. This extra addition of a core to the floor actually gives it more stability. So when that top layer is trying to shrink or expand, the base is, the base is actually helping keep it in place, therefore less movement, therefore less susceptible to the moisture changes. This also allows us to go to a much wider board the widest we currently have in our engineered is about seven and three quarters inches wide, so more than twice as wide as we can go with a solid. Now, the thing to keep in mind, though, in looking at engineered hardwood is that thickness of the wear layer, the actual layer of wood on top. The reason for this is if you go with a thin layer, some of them are down to 0.6 millimeters, basically the thickness of a piece of paper, the floor cannot be refinished or resanded. 
There's not enough wood to sand down and coat. While something like a Mirage hardwood or a Lozon engineered, you can refinish it two to three times because it's a 532nd sawn layer of wood on top. Now again, even with the thinner ones, you still can recoat, so you still can add more finish onto it, but you can never really get rid of major damage. You can never change the color. You're sort of married to it. Not the end of the world, but something just to be aware of. The next would be floating engineered hardwood. Similar to the engineered hardwood of construction, you know, where you have the top layer of wood and a core of some sort. The difference is that in these floating systems, they have a special tongue and groove system that allows the boards to be clicked into each other, just like a laminate floor. The upside is that these floors are less expensive and can be installed very quickly. The downside is that they all have very thin wear layers for the simple reason that none of them can be refinished or resanded. The, the, the whole point of that is because the floor is floating, it's not mechanically fastened to the subfloor, as soon as you put a real sander on top of there and try to sand down that finish, it, you'll actually blow the floor apart. It just pulls it right apart. So there's no point to going to a thick wear layer because it's just totally wasted. Again, just like with a thin veneer uh, engineered woods, you can recoat it, but you can't sand it, you can't change the color, so on and so forth. Next we talk about is what species or the actual type of wood. Now the first question that most people have when asking about different wood types is which is the most durable? So which I uh, usually answer, they're all pretty much the same. Reason is that while it is true different hardwoods have different hardnesses, that really doesn't matter when we're talking about durability. What you have to understand is that while all woods are different, we're not walking on the wood, we're actually walking on the finish that's on top of the floor. This polyurethane or aluminum oxide or titanium oxide or dioxide, sorry, um, is what gives us the durability, which of course, is, as per Webster's, is the ability to withstand wear. So with any manufacturer, all of their different wood floors, be it birch, cherry, walnut, they all wear the same. So back to hardness there is everything you drop on the floor, it will leave a mark. Everything you pull across the floor without protectors on the furniture will scratch the floor. The harder the species, the smaller the mark, but the mark will still be there. So if you drop a big tablespoon on an American walnut or a Brazilian walnut floor, they both will dent. The difference is the American walnut, if you get down your hands and knees with a microscope, you can see that the dent is larger. So we always try to look at it like a new car. The first thing, the first dent, the first little zing to it, oh! It hurts like a son of a gun. But the next one and the next one and the next one, they're life. It's the same with a wood floor. If you're afraid of these marks or dings or dents, do not go with wood. There are some great options out there that don't mark. Porcelain tile being probably the main one. Looks great. You can get ones that look like wood, but they won't get the same character marks or life marks that, that hardwood gets. So just realize the first couple of marks in your new hardwood floor will hurt, but you can't be afraid of living on it. Of course, if there's major damage, you can change those boards out in these floors. It's not the most difficult thing to do, but it's not something you really want to do every Friday night, but it's possible. So once we understand those things, for the most part, why would we choose one species over another? Looks. Hard maple has a nice closed, smooth grain. White oak has a nice big open grain. Walnut has a mixture of the both. There's different variations, it's just different colors. It's all sorts of beautiful things with the different species gives you. It does not mean that one is more durable than the other because we're not walking on the wood, we're walking on the finish. So from that point forward, everything is really due looks. Color, grade, gloss. So keep in mind though, 
the more variation and the lower the gloss and the more texture the boards have, the less marking, be it denting, scratching, fingerprints, dust, all that jazz that you'll see. It'll be there, but you won't see it as much. So again, it sort of helps make the house, your home stay more livable. Lower gloss, more texture, more variation, lighter colors. In any case, thank you very much. That's uh, going to be it for today. Uh, have a great day.